Welcome to this episode of Through the Educational Looking Glass. I am one of your hosts, Courtney Edelman. And I'm your other host, Don Sturm. We're both in coaching roles in Morton Unit School District 709 in Central Illinois. Thanks for joining us as we try to gain clarity on the variety of topics concerning teachers today. So let's take a closer look at today's topic. Today's topic is looking at how our district redefined coaching. And you know, Don, if we were going to have a theme song for this particular episode, I think Changes by uh, David Bowie would be appropriate. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, and we, so here's the thing. Um, <laughs> as we were thinking about it, we thought, oh, we'll just use a little portion of it. And we started doing some research and found that really you cannot even use a little bit of a segment. Like there's this going around that, oh yeah, you can use five seconds or three seconds, but um, being cognizant of copyright laws, we chose not to uh, get in trouble for and, that. Yeah. And being cognizant of keeping an audience, we decided not to either of us sing any more than the yeah, bit, correct. Than the any more. snippet that Don yes. did. So, um, you know, in some ways this school year has felt more traditional and more normal than the past couple, but really we are experiencing some significant and exciting changes that are meant to move us forward as a district. And I know as we're putting this together, we're both kind of hesitant to use that term return to normal because it makes it seem like, oh, we just want to go back to the way that things were done. And what you and I both believe in, and I know a number of people believe in, is we want to do the things that continue to work, but we want to make changes. When we found out all those things in those abnormal years that worked, we just want to keep doing those. So, but I, we had a hard time figuring out what other word do we use besides that kind of getting back to uh, normal. So with that, let's dive right into uh, this episode. Well, it is at least September 2nd, as you are listening to this. And so hopefully you have already, if you're a, a member of Morton District 709, you've seen the list of fall PD options that just came out. And really this list of, of opportunities is evidence in and of itself of this new team, this new instructional uh, new coaching team. I yes. hesitate to use that word because we've branched out from just being instructional coaches to having that wellness component as well. Um, but that list of, of opportunities is really evidence of this new team's approach to professional development. Yeah. And I think we all believe that the sign of a good coaching team is a variety of opportunities. Um, a variety of opportunities to learn and grow and reflect as teachers. And I think that what you see from that list, it might be overwhelming to some, mm -hmm. and we worried about that. But the idea is um, we hope that there's something for everyone. And we don't expect anybody to look at it and say, oh, I'm going to sign up for everything that's there. But this is such a change because we would only offer these kind of sporadic PDs. And now they're fairly consistent through first semester. I think you will see the same thing in um, second semester. So we're hoping that you as a teacher find something that, that you can connect with um, and be able to attend. 
And we know that the list that just came out uh, really is is focused on after school opportunities, and that doesn't fit with everyone's schedule. So we didn't want to overlook the fact that at the bottom of that list, you will also find um, some ongoing opportunities. Um, and we've tried to find ways for instance, we have a Coach Crate subscription box PD that we're, we're kicking off this year, um, which will come to you on, and then you can explore on your own time, right? We'll deliver it in the middle of the month, and then that's up to you to find a time to explore it and to put it into use within your classroom. Um, this podcast as well is one of our intentional goals of meeting people where they are and giving them some flexibility about when they listen and when they reach out to us. Yeah, and so what we thought would be good in this episode is to hear from the coaches. And so we gave them, we're not going to read all the questions. We gave them a set of five questions and said, just pick something out. Don't plan it. Don't, you know, we don't care if there are repeats. And so um, without further ado, let's hear from the coaches themselves. First, let's hear from L. Higgis. Elle was in the classroom for 11 years, teaching both fourth and fifth grades. This is her first year as an elementary instructional coach in the district. She is a national board certified teacher, and she has a master's in reading education. My educational topic that I love to talk about uh, is something I like to call, and I think I read it in a book, but I cannot 100% remember what book it was, but something called a no-nonsense nurturer. Um, I think with our kids who, you know, struggle with SEL and need a little extra SEL, I think, you know, the, the relationship part of that is so important. And being a nurturer in your classroom for all your kids, whether they struggle with this or not, is huge. Um, but not only that, I think what, like kind of parallel to that is having really high standards for those kids. And, you know, when I think SEL is getting a bad rap in some ways right now, because it just, a lot of people say, well, that just means you're, you're lowering the bar and you're not, um, you know, you're lowering your standards. But I think, a strong teacher and someone who has built a really strong classroom community can have or has the ability to hold their kids to a really high standard and still nurture them and love them and have a fantastic relationship with them on the way. So I love talking to teachers about how we can create that double um, kind of that, that scope for our kids so that they have someone who they trust deeply and they feel really comfortable with, but also someone that is going to guide them and prompt them to get as high and be um, the best kid and the best student that they can possibly be. Next up, we have Stephanie Brown. She's actually returning to our district in a new role. Um, when she left, she was a high school counselor, and she has been an elementary school principal. She has taught at Bradley University. She has taught English in Mexico. Actually, it's her 14th year in education. I absolutely love talking about personal growth and reflection and wellness within the education system. I feel like it's super important and something that is really hard to do without being intentional about um, thinking about our systems that we put in place so that we can show up um, for our students. And I just think it's really great to talk about those wellness systems, those reflection systems, um, and then the growth. I, I love talking about growth. Um, I would say my absolute jam is relationships. I love people. I love being in connection with them. I'm super passionate about it. Not only the the staff, um, the students, the families, but just people. I just love people. So super excited about that. That is my absolute jam. And I love, love, love being in connection with people. 
Next, we're gonna hear from Jenny Oksher. Jenny is in her 16th year in education and she currently serves as a district elementary instructional coach. She was a literacy coach, so she has still been a member of the coaching team in some respect, but um, is reflecting that new focus this year. Uh, she has a master's in curriculum and instruction, and she also has an ed specialist degree in educational policy. Jenny really has had a, a wide range of teaching experiences, uh, which include teaching at every level, all the way from elementary through college. Let's see, my favorite part of being an instructional coach, there are honestly so many amazing things to this job because you get kind of the best parts of education, getting to work with the kids one-on-one, -on -one, getting to model the lessons, getting to see teachers and like getting aha moments with both students and teachers. But I think if I had to pick just one favorite part of the job, I think it's just walking alongside teachers as they deepen their instructional practices, because it's just so amazing to see ideas come into fruition and to see the teachers think, okay, I have this idea. And you know, the first time they talk about it, they're just like a little timid, like I have this idea, like maybe it's a good idea, maybe it's a bad idea. And then my, I just get to be like the cheerleader and encourage them and say like, oh, I think that's a great idea. We can hone it and make it exactly what it needs to be for both you as a teacher and for the students. Because I just think there's a lot of negativity right now out there about education. And I don't like to focus on that. Instead, I want to tell people like teachers are amazing. They have so many amazing ideas and amazing things happening in their classroom and they are working so hard. And so it's so fun to get to kind of be, like I said, the cheerleader, the person walking alongside them, helping them hone their craft so that they can be the amazing teacher that is inside of them. And we have Melissa Cruz. Uh, she has taught middle and high school English for 11 years. Um, she's in her fifth year serving as the MJHS instructional coach. So again, like uh, Jenny, she comes to our district. She's been in our district in a coaching role. Uh, she actually has two master's degrees, uh, one in curriculum and one in reading and a reading specialist certification. So I think that my favorite topic within education to talk about is lesson planning. And I think that's because in the world of teaching, it, even though there's so many of us, you know, in a building at the same time, it can really feel isolating somehow at the same time. And lesson planning conversations can just be a great opportunity to add like a, a dose of like refresh to our energy level for teaching. Uh, sometimes after we've been teaching the same grade level or the same course for, I don't know, 10 years or 15 years or some people even longer, it can kind of get to a point where we're like, oh, <laughs> um, I don't know how many more times I can read this story or teach this standard. And uh, what I love about lesson planning conversations is it just provides so much opportunity to really reinvigorate passion for teaching. And it's such a collaborative process especially um, when you're working with a coach or a grade level team or a department and you can start talking about engagement strategies and hooking students with uh, relevant scenarios from life or career readiness options. You talk about gamifying learning and just all sorts of technology options or fun things like sketch notes, learning stations. I mean, just like the list goes on and on and on. But I feel like that's my jam in teaching is lesson planning. Just because when teachers are inspired 
by the lesson plan and they're like fired up and ready to teach it, their students get so much more out of it. And it's so much more rewarding for us to teach those lessons. Uh, and what I love about lesson plans is just you can tweak them if you come up with a lesson plan that you love, it can be ever evolving so that you maintain that energy level and that excitement. And so you can continue to pass that on to students and inspire them, you know, to learn more and, and just to, to love being in your classroom. So yeah, I would say lesson planning is totally my jam. So we appreciate the coaches taking the time to share their thoughts with us. Uh, Courtney, do you have any thoughts uh, after hearing from the coaches? Well, yeah, and I appreciate their time in doing that as well. I was interested in the focus on SEL. Uh, that's what stood out to me from both Elle and Stephanie. And I love that Elle reminds us that building nurturing relationships in the classroom does not mean lowering our academic standards for students. Yeah, and I think sometimes, and Elle kind of said that, I think that is this, whether it's SEL, whether it's academics, whether it's, it's the, there's this either or yep. spectrum and it doesn't have to be that way. You can be a T like I was taught Captain Bly routine into don't funny. smile until don't smile until December. Oh, you're right. You know, right. that kind of thing. Just be mean. And, and it like, it doesn't have to be that way. You can hold people accountable, but you can also be a kind, caring, nice individual. Yeah. And then I love Stephanie's commitment to examining systems that either contribute to our ability to do our jobs in the classroom or detract from an educator's, you know, important work that they are able to do for students. And so she has really made this a priority since day one in the district. She's devoted a lot of time yeah. to talking one-on-one -on -one with anybody who who wanted to to be heard yep. um to to reflect on the systems that we have in place in our district and decide what do we need to maintain and what do we need to reflect on and and potentially question its use yeah yeah um well since you ask oh i'm I, sorry don yeah your turn okay um I'm going to put Jenny and Melissa together because what stood out to me, we kind of talked about this as we were planning the episode. It's that idea of ending the isolation that sometimes comes with being an educator. Um, and that's what I liked about both of them. I don't know that they ever said the word isolation, but that's what I kept yeah. thinking of like Melissa and lesson planning. Um, I mean, she's obviously excited about that. I remember unless it was like you and I co-teaching, we would lesson plan together, but every, it was an isolated event. I would sit on the weekend and lesson plan by myself. And so that idea of being able to bounce ideas off of coaches, I think is just a, a great thing. And you can take advantage of Melissa's expertise. Don and I are going to try to contribute to that as well. Um, if you haven't taken a look at it closely, there is a lesson planning toolbox yeah. um, offered this fall for professional development. Yeah. Um, well, by my recollection, we did not get to hear from two of the coaches on the team. Uh, that would be you and I. So, uh, Courtney, you got anything you want to share with us? Well, looking back at our questions, I would have responded to the question regarding collaboration and its importance. Um, and I've said this before on here, I think in season one, collaboration has always characterized my role in my work in the classroom. We worked together for years. 
Um, I collaborated closely with other ELA teachers um, when I was in the classroom. And I just, I love, first of all, I see immense value in it. And I love the reflection that it can bring on a daily basis, having somebody else to be able to uh, think through how things went, to plan for how things might go differently and better next time. Um, and so that, that, that collaboration that I love so much and that I, I love participating in is probably one of my favorite parts of the coaching role, me getting to collaborate with a variety of people um, in the work that they do. Well, and I think about that because we debated about which one of us was going to respond to the collaboration when I debated that as well, you know, because I think I've always been reflective, but I remember when you and I taught together, it was impossible to get out of that mode. I mean, like we collaborated on, especially as we changed what the class looked like that we were teaching together. I, I don't know. I just think it made a better product mm -hmm. when you collaborated and when you then reflected and you used to write down the, like, that's something I never did. I just reflected in my head. So yeah, I appreciate that. Well, and then we started with the newest members of our coaching team and, and we're going to end here with our most senior member of the coaching team in a lot of ways the most senior member um so for me the my favorite part of the role that i have are the relationship it's the relationship building and i think about over the nine years that i've been in this role or starting my ninth year in this role um those connections and relationships that i've built with people um and some of them take quite a while and then you continue like there are new people coming into the district and people that have been in the district that I haven't built relationships with yet but I don't know that's just one of my favorite parts of the job and I was thinking of what Stephanie said I'm kind of the same I just love interacting with people I yeah. mean I just it's just thoroughly enjoyable to me and so. that comes across you are completely well, a people person well and, that's yeah I try to be yeah um, as we bring this episode to a close, we really hope that it was valuable to you to hear from the members of the coaching team um, and that hearing directly from them has given you some ideas on how you might partner with them throughout this year. Yeah, we're excited to be back with you for another season. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're actually sporting a new look with the redesigned logo, a friend of Courtney's, who I would say the name, but I don't know that. Adam Burke I, and some of his uh, students at oh, ISU. At uh, ISU. Yep, okay. Yep. So they redesigned our logo. Um, our intent is to continue to put out content every other week. Uh, if you missed season one, of course, we'd love for you to catch up. Um, if you're a new listener, we always end the podcast with questions designed to give you a chance to reflect on your own practice. So we'll do that for this episode as well. And we have a couple of them for you. First reflection question, what professional goals do you have for yourself this school year? And secondly, how can you leverage the coaches that are available to you to help you meet those goals? One of our main goals of this podcast is to create meaningful connections. If you'd like to share your responses to the questions, we'd love to listen. This can be done through the Google form that we have linked through the public site on Anchor or through Anchor's voice response option. Additionally, Consider sharing your thoughts with a colleague or an instructional coach to open up meaningful dialogue. We have enjoyed taking this journey with you through the educational looking glass.